0: Well, the boys are back in town. That's right. The Paranormal 60 News is here, a full complement of reporters on hand. And this is the Waking the Dead edition. little darklings. Welcome to the Paranormal 60 News Live Edition, and Super Chat is on, Super Likes are on, Super Thanks are on, Super Stickers are on. Get to it. Show some love for your favorite paranormal show. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got emails, Greg's favorite. We've got uh, stories from all around the world, and it's, it's weird how sometimes weeks build up with a theme, and this week is definitely about waking the dead. Speaking of waking the dead, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring in our elder statesman, the one, the only, the Colonel.
1: Good evening, Colonel. Good to see you. Cheers. Good evening, Dave. Good good Friday to you, sir. Good. What is that? That's a fancy looking drink. Are you drinking martinis? They I like to call this a dirty martini vodka Mm, nice yeah Yeah,
0: pretty dirty now help me out with this dirty just means you put olives in it and olive juice
1: no it means you didn't really clean the glass that good and uh mm.
0: yeah yeah. that makes all the sense in the world it's kind of dirty you know if there's anybody i know that knows a little something about dirty glasses it's our next guy ladies and gentlemen shashay hey josh welcome to the show good to see you dave it's been too long sir it has been. Hashtag thank you, sir. Look at that. Do you remember what that was from? Hmm. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> that was, our, that was uh, uh, aboard the cruise, the Jericho cruise. For those of you that have not had a chance to watch the special edition live news, go back and check it out. It was fun. A lot of laughs. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of surprised. That was like our lowest listened to and viewed episode. What? I thought... Could it be... Could it be because this guy was missing? The paranormal detective himself, Greg Lawson? I think we figured it out. That makes sense. Yeah, that uh, that very well could be it. Uh, But yeah, that episode's a lot of fun. There's some great stuff. And uh, Marty, the colonel, has a true hashtag moment. Uh, The hashtag thank you, sir, moment. (laughs) It may not seem
2: like a lot on a shirt. But when yeah. it happened.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you got to see it, though. You got to see it.
0: A lot of fun. Go check it out. It is in our uh, archives here on the YouTubes, and you can listen to the audio version. All right. Before we get launched into tonight's show, we would be remiss if we did not uh, make notice of a very big piece of news. Very big. Do tell. The passing of uh, the actor that played the Gill Man. In Rock the Universal Elf. Studios monster movies, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the creature oh, walks cool. among us and return of the creature. He passed away this week at the age of 92. He is the last living or was the last living universal monster. And he right. passed away on Tuesday this past week. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah,
3: mm, That nice part is sad. Favorite. One of my favorites.
0: Mine too. I love the creature from the Black Lagoon movies. You know that, what is it? Return of the creature. Is the first? What, how do I want to say this? It wasn't a starring role, but it was the first big screen appearance of what actor? Does anybody besides Greg know? <laughs> what? What year was that? Any idea? Yes, back in the fifties and sixties.
2: I'm going to assume it was probably Tom Cruise.
0: Very close. Okay. Not even. Not, not even. Uh, Jack no, Nicholson. No. Jack Nicholson again, incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, Clint, Clint Eastwood. He, Clint Eastwood is correct. Is wow. there <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, he plays yeah. A, a lab tech. Yeah. You didn't know that? He's only he's only in of a few. Of course, seconds. I just had the that answer right. Oh my god, man. Yeah. yeah what I did mean, you do? Google it while we were talking. Oh,
2: hands free tonight, folks.
0: Oh, I don't know uh, what that means. Ooh. Yeah. You'd probably move on. All right. So yeah, Clint Eastwood. But Clint this Eastwood. past Tuesday also marked a very prestigious day. In Paranormal 60 history. And wow. although it is now Friday, through the magic of technology, we are going to go back in time for just a brief moment so that all of us could revel in this moment and wish wow, a happy guy. birthday to the Paranormal 60's very own paranormal wow. detective, Greg Lawson. Wow. Happy yeah. birthday, wow. Greg. To me.
4: Yeah.
3: Look at the
0: look at the happy birthday. Which one is Greg? Thanks, man. What is one Look at the first fancy that. bandolero jacket. Like are you uh, yeah. are you fighting bulls that day or what?
3: You know, everybody keeps saying that looks like a, like I know, a, a I know. matador jacket. It's not, it's a uh, it's
0: a ba-ba, 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 ba-ba. oh man. When you, <laughs> knight- when you were knighted? Were you I'm knighted, you. Greg? I'm, yeah, I've been knighted. Yeah, uh, you have been. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I've been nice Bring some more energy to this, Greg. Okay, I'm getting worried. Yeah, you're falling back in the old septic. ways.
3: Well, he's getting no. I am not No, no. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spry. Uh, yeah. I just had a uh, uh, a smoked old fashioned over at Ichiro and uh, ate mm. some bulgogi. And man, it's been a good night.
0: I think the word you're looking for is baloney. Not mm-hmm. bologna. you don't yeah. you don't Definitely say the G. Baloney sandwich with a smoked yeah. old fashioned. Right. Right. He
1: wasn't reading it, so I thought maybe it was correct. So
0: <laughs> that's how you do. Know. Yeah. Wow, a stinger coming <laughs> well, from the Colonel right
3: on so, Marty, why I'm so hmm. supportive? No, 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 no. Uh, I was.
0: No.
1: never mind. Here no, we go. Since you, you are supportive,
0: now. since you are supportive, Greg, uh, let us lift a quick glass to the paranormal detective. Hmm. Uh, happy birthday! I'll do it buddy. twice. Thanks, happy man. Birthday, happy buddy. Birthday, Thanks, everybody. Buddy. Everybody else, tip a drink. Um, I am coming to you live from Savannah, uh, doing an event in Savannah, Georgia, with the one, the only Shane Pittman. Um, He is taking care of the crowd whilst I sequester to do the news with you folks this evening. And I thought, what better way to celebrate Greg's birthday? And by the way, happy 68th birthday, um, then mm. to do your favorite segment, which of course is emails. And we've got a few of them. So let's oh, start he off. You should have let yes. Greg read them
3: on his birthday.
0: Exactly. No. no. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Our listeners the deserve moment. the very best. Uh, so Ted Popov says hello. He goes, hello. My family actually invented the radio. Good friends with Hertz and Marconi. But I wow. was looking at my crystal ball that I offered or ordered off of Amazon.com and noticed it really just is in every direction at once psychomantium. Do you see what I mean? Just wondering if you have the time to comment, that'd be great. Love the work you do. Thank you, gentlemen. And that comes from Ted. Uh, right, it is right. So we talk about the psychomantium, the mirror, scrying mirror. Well, that's what a crystal ball is, is it's really a scrying chamber. Um, Nostradamus used a pail of water and would look at the reflective surface of the water. Um, there were famous, uh, um, I believe Joan of Arc saw the reflection in shields. She would see in reflections. So there are people that would get these messages that way, but you're right. It gives you a way to kind of get past the consciousness to, to look into the crystal ball and uh, the imagery would make itself known if you were in that right zone, but you're exactly right, Ted. And now I understand why your family uh, were probably truly behind the creation of radio because you were able to know that aspect of uh psychomantium uh and i don't mean that sarcastically look you're already way ahead of the pack way ahead of the pack and by the <laughs> pack i mean these three guys that i'm talking yeah. Clueless yeah. Absolutely <laughs> clueless. Yes.
4: <Wow>. oh yes <laughs> here's our second
0: email uh dave i wanted to pick your brain about demons i have all these questions and no one to ask because i'm surrounded by normal closed-minded people who just don't believe in it so does that make me an abnormal, open-minded person? Something like that. Mm, mm, all right. Uh, our guest, uh, letter here says, I struggle with PTSD and keep my personal demon locked in my vault in the back of my mind. First of all, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that EMDR. Please look into that EMDR. It is an amazing therapy that's helping a lot of people dealing with PTSD to get past that and live a happier healthier, cleaner life. So please look into EMDR. It's it the, the VA hospitals are implementing this and working with it as well. It is something that is being backed and very powerful. But let me get back to your email. When we are alive, we control our personal demons. But when we die and our soul leaves for the light, our personal demons are not bound to us anymore. So are our personal demons the negative residual energies left behind? Or do they combine with other demons left behind? What if a person has no light left in their soul? Hell is what happens when that dark soul has no place to go except with the demon. Those are some profoundly interesting statements and questions. Um, let's, Let's tackle this one. The concept of what's left behind. This is actually, uh, goes back into Eastern philosophy. I've talked about it. I've got it in my book. The other side, uh, a friend of mine, Misty Bay first brought this up to me when we were at a bar drinking, you know, when we usually have our most deep conversations and her concept was she, she, as we were discussing, what is life and death? What, what happens to us when we die? She eloquently peeled the label off of her Budweiser bottle and she said this this bottle represents us the best of who we are and when we die i believe that's what goes on and makes the next step of the journey this this label this paper thin aspect of of part of what we were is what's left behind the negativity the jealousy the pettiness and rage the 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 ick factor that won't belong in the next level of ev- you know evolution for us and she believes that that's what stays behind Now you say, do they find the other demons and work together? Um, That makes sense, especially when you consider haunted asylums, haunted hospitals, haunted prisons, because you would think the last place on earth that your soul would want to reside would be in these hell on earth spots. Right? Right. That would be, you'd think that's soul crushing, but if all that's left of you is this basal animal instinct, the, the ick of you, it may recognize these places because that's where it's spent part of its life or an aspect of its life. And maybe that's, you know, got that pack mentality. It stays with the other energy forms like it. And that's why those areas stay so populated in, in, in strength until they eventually dissipate. And I don't think there's much that holds that together. And that's why we do see these waning moments in haunted locations. Uh, but I could be wrong. Um, what if a person has no light left in their soul?
2: Greg, I think that's for you. Yeah, that's that's yeah. me.
0: Yeah,
3: no, yeah.
2: for you what to you... answer, Greg. Goodness. Oh, good. uh, yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: way to go to the church. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> yeah, doing...
1: really. Just direct. Greg trying has good
2: do, insight into this. Trying so to, trying trying to, to throw your phone on your birthday.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's who I am. This is who I am. Hmm. Um, yeah. You? So, what's the question?
2: Dave made a comment before we went on air about people not listening. He he wasn't referring to you, Greg. Oh, he was. I apologize. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah.
0: Well, no, what what his question is, and it's interesting. What if a person has no light left in their soul? Hell is what happens when the dark soul has no place to go except with that demon. Well, first of all, I know you're dealing with PTSD and struggling. And it could feel like there's no light left in your soul because of the things that you're dealing with. I'm not joking you when I say I certainly hope that you will consider EMDR therapy. I also think that um, some of the psychotropic therapy that's being offered right now will help you immensely. The work that they're doing with uh, microdosing and mushrooms, please look into that. I I can tell you from my journey that I took with ayahuasca, holy crap, did it cut loose a lot of garbage, a lot of hurt and anxiety and pain in my life. Now, I don't know what you went through, and your PTSD could be completely different than mine. I dealt with years of of physical and mental abuse, uh, not from my family, but being bullied as a child, being beat up on the regular uh, for most of my young childhood. Uh, carrying that feeling of rejection from um, a biological father that uh, I thought did not want me. Turns out it was not my actual biological father, but there's all of that, that, that heaps upon you and it can make your soul feel heavy and dark and it can make you feel as though you've lost that light. I know that, that having the ayahuasca journey for me really opened me up. So please check into microdosing. There are places that are offering that, but also EMDR, which is a non-invasive, non-medicated um, uh, therapy. It's actually to do with the eyes, and it sounds so strange, but um, it has I've, worked I, wonders.
3: I've I've had several friends of mine that have done EMDR, and uh, they swear by it. So they said that it really does
0: help them. But, and, and you know you've got some of the doctors that are talking about that saying that it it is a spiritual thing as well and that it is releasing spiritual energy uh they believe that which is so interesting the way the eyes reference the brain and those pieces that they hold those fragments of of psychotropic scar tissue right that are not psychotropic but psychic scarish uh, issues um. PTSD yeah. is nothing to mess with, but Greg, I mean, you know, you you've been in the military, you've been in law enforcement. You're somebody that knows firsthand about PTSD and has seen it in fellow workers and and uh, service people. Um, it, it, I know that it's tough out there to get help in some instances, but um, are, you have seen people that have have gotten different therapies and it has lightened them and brought them back. Correct.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, EMDR is, is also, it's kind of ritualistic too. So the the way that, that you do it. So, um, you know, you could go back to a very, very, uh, historic time of, uh, when we were very, very ritual and, and we processed, uh, our thoughts and, and what was going on in the world in a ritualistic way. I think that that's part of that. Um, and you know, the funny thing is, 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 um, if you're looking at Western philosophy of, hey, let's talk about this. 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 And it just, man, they just beat you down <laughs> with keep talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And I'm going to be a little bit of cynical on it. And, you know, you're paying that copay every time you go into that room. And there's a right. no reason. Eastern philosophy, a couple of sessions, they look at you and go, so this is who you are now. What are you going to do with it? You know, and so there's mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different ways that we can uh, look at these things that happen to us and decide how we're going to move forward with that, because you're not going to get right. rid of it. So how are you going to, you're not. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, you, yeah, I do believe through some of the therapy you can get rid of it, or at least come to terms with it. Right. Isn't it? These yes, philosophy, it's always says it within us, within us lives, two wolves, a dark wolf and a light wolf, whichever one wins. The battle is the one that you feed more. If you feed into the right. anxiety, the anger, the frustration, that will always be the beast that has superiority of your soul. So you've got to enrich yourself and bring things into you that can make you better. Um, And, but don't give up, buddy. And, uh, you know, again, we don't know what you've gone through, where you've been, but I do believe that there is help for you and please look into and not self-medicating, but look into microdosing, look into some of these places that offer this and look into EMDR, which I believe is being covered by a lot of VA hospitals. At least give it a try, a couple tries. And um, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You're no worse off than you are today. But you know, Greg, you're right. So many of the therapeutic, Offerings are talking and talking, and you're, you're repicking yes. that scab, it never gets a chance to heal. And sometimes you just have to come into concert with those feelings. And this is me, this is who I am. Okay. Now, how do we move past this? To just I accept that darkness, I accept that aspect of me, but I won't let it have the control. Right.
3: And there there is something to be said. Um, and there's a certain time it's like, uh, you know can't handle the heat get out of the kitchen kind of thing right right you you take that shower and you wash that stuff off of you there's a there's a point that it's just like all right well I, you just got to move forward uh, but there's a whole bunch of different ways to do that a whole bunch of very productive ways to do that and sometimes it's just about uh changing your attitude towards something and and just putting your faith into one particular thing and, and moving forward with it so yeah. I've done that a lot I, with the Eastern philosophy. There's, you know, people talk about you know, ten years. I did ten years military, um, and thirty one years, almost thirty two years in law enforcement. And I mean, there's these acute things that people that happen to them and they get PTSD. And then there is long term. Um, as a cop, you're 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 doing one or two critical incidents a week. You combine that with thirty-two years, mm-hmm. things sneak up on you, you know that that you don't expect. Uh, and um, the only way that I I look at it is is I, I do the old Captain Kirk thing. I need my pain. <laughs> don't take away my pain. I need my pain. This is who what makes me who I am. It makes me stronger that way. And that's you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's some of it's philosophy. Some of it is phys- physiological, though. I mean, you know, there's things that right. happen. And I've I've had things happen to me where I was like sitting there going what what is happening why is my body doing this why am I you know so I get it um, I did when, one of the most fascinating
0: work. and I think uh, unexpected aspects of doing my ayahuasca journey was at one point I was confronted with um, PTSD of the loss of my friend who was murdered uh, along with two of her children I've held on to that for twenty plus years. And it was this unbelievable birthing. I don't even know how to explain it, this cathartic birthing. My whole body began to tremble and shake on the floor. And Cindy Keza, who was there with me as kind of one of my guides, and the practitioner, um, who is a trusted person, was there by my side. And they were helping me to go through this and they didn't know what was happening they just knew something big was and i could feel it moving through me and then it and it was gone and i said she's gone and they i remember them jokingly saying well goodbye to that bitch and then i i explained who it was and they realized i, I had held on to this pain and loss i mean i still feel a uh, loss for my friend but i no longer feel the responsibility it wasn't mine to carry but it was because somebody i loved and cared for uh, and that guilt Held on to it for so long, this this medicinal cathartic release. I felt it leave me. I don't know how else to explain it. It was truly life changing. Um, look into these different aspects. You'd be surprised what's out there. Our final email comes from Yvonne. Hi, guys. When I was at a thrift store with my mom when I was little, I don't know, maybe four or five, they had a case for nicer toys that children weren't allowed to play with away from others, the nicer condition stuff. It was a separate little room with windows so you could see stuff on shelves in there. And there was an uh, actual sign that said no kids allowed. Anyway, I was just tall enough to peek into the window to the room and I was looking at the toys and there was a doll sitting there with blinking eyes the ones where they sleep when you lay them down. And it winked at me. I thought, did I just see that? Still looking. And it blinked one more eye at me again. We frequented that place a lot. Now, another time I was in the toy play area and there was uh, a toy box and I was leaning into it half in half out when someone shoved me by my butt, pushing me inside the box. I turned around thinking it was my older brother, but There was no one there. Same place a third time. I was in the bathroom by myself. I could barely use the sink. I was just tall enough to use it and wash my hands. While I was sitting there going to the bathroom, I felt like someone was behind me, and the tile in there was super shiny. I turned around looking at the wall, and of course, there was nobody in the stall with me, but I did see a shadow go across the tile like someone was there, but there was no human in the room. I washed my hands and I got out of there quick. A few months later, our local newspaper came out with an article that had specific business uh, listed that was haunted and had a ghost that uh, clothes and items on the shelf often moved and employees often felt watched and had to fix up messed up aisles. My mom told me about this article and then I told her my three stories. She gave me a disturbed look and we never went back into that thrift store again. The building is still there. It's not a thrift store anymore. Last I saw it was an art gallery, but I still wonder if there's a spirit there when I drive by. I definitely feel creeped out and I still get that vibe. P.S. A couple weeks back when I asked and had a question about paranormal on your radio show, you mentioned an online event class. Do you have more info on that? Thank you. And that's from Yvonne King. Yeah, Yvonne, uh, quite a few people have asked me about that. I was going to do a class, an online like Zoom class on ghost hunting. My schedule has been so crazy and hectic, um, and it continues to be. I was just in Egypt. I was home for three days. Now I'm in Savannah. I'm home for a few days, off to another event. Then later at this month, I'm in uh, Raleigh. Uh, was it Raleigh? It's I, I'm I am i can't even keep in mind where I'm going to be. Um, yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina, I believe I'm going to be out there. Uh, and I've got places all over Richmond, Virginia, I think is one coming up for Galaxy, uh, Con. So I'm trying to just find a time that I can allocate and give 100% of myself so I make sure that I'm fully there for these classes. So keep, keep watching this show and keep checking out my website, paranormal 60.com. And I'm going to do it as a live series so it can be interactive, but then I'll archive that. And people can also purchase the archive version of the class and go back in and watch it a little later if they're unable to make it as part of the live class. So there you go, Greg, happy birthday. Three emails right out of the shoot. I thought you would appreciate that. that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But thank you for being a Maybe part of.
2: Maybe we it. should allow Greg mm-hmm. to start actually um, scoring the emails, rating the.
0: Oh, that's a good no. idea. No, no, yeah. yeah. Greg. When do you, do you have think? people that that are pouring their hearts out. Yeah, no,
3: I, I like the emails, you, man. What are you, what are you talking yeah. about,
0: Eric? Got a boy. See, I like this change. This new birthed Greg Lawson. Look at the evanescent light coming off of uh, it. maybe that's just oh, yeah. the screens in the background i don't know
3: could be yeah the i'm in the uh, i'm in the research
0: Wait. center right now what is that face what is the face <laughs> i'm kind of like a muppet would you do that that's uh, i in a uh, nice way this yeah. is yeah my yeah, yeah. My, a my good just, muppet
3: it's my birthday happy it's birthday boy.
0: well it's your birthday Pretty show water. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Let me guess, it's some expensive bottle of scotch that Eric bought for you. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm, it, no, I'm <laughs> well, out of that. Yeah, It usually you know, is. <laughs> it is. He knows exactly
2: <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, so it's weird because right. for Christmas this year, I didn't get one.
2: Uh, first yes. story tonight, Dave. Yeah, yeah first well, story.
0: Let's right. yeah, uh, it it is out, 30 minutes into it. So. Uh, that turns out to cut. Oh, look at the, the birthday comes. boy. The birthday boy waking <laughs> I mean, uh, the dead. All right. Uh, yeah. Martine. Yes, Martin, sir. Martine. You have yes, the very sir. first story. And we have, this is a follow-up story. It is. From Follow. something that happened a year, a year and a half ago. What What's going on, Marty?
1: Dave, over a year later, there's finally, finally an answer to the Seattle zombie Ooh. woman found roaming around. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In May of 2021, strange footage of a woman began circulating social media showing a woman that appeared to be injured and in distress. She was shown screaming and limping, seemingly covered in blood, and clutching something wrapped in a bloody blanket on her, her, to her side, much like one might an infant. People quickly took to calling her the Seattle zombie woman due to her bizarrely zombie-like behavior. Many theories circulated, such as she was escaping a serial killer, having a mental breakdown, or a viral marketing promotion for some new zombie movie. But now, almost two years later, the truth has come out. Police and paramedics were called to help the woman, and she was taken away in an ambulance. But then no answers were given to the public about what happened, who she was or if she was even okay. There's a fine line between the public deserving answers and a person's private and personal information, and perhaps nobody quite knew how to walk that line in the case of the zombie woman. The public finally did get answers when an Instagram post was discovered of the woman claiming some sort of political protest, stating she was not a lab rat while wearing the same zombie makeup an outfit as seen from bystander videos and pictures taken during the public incident. So yeah, that's pretty pretty. Now, I don't, did, you, did you guys
0: actually see that video when it when it came out? No, nah, no, no I mean, sir. Uh, we've got we've got this video um, from an online source, TikToker guy who who taps into this and his name will be on the video. Let's go ahead and watch this because it was terrifying. I remember when the story broke.
5: What would you do if you looked out your window and saw this? I know what I'd do. On May 5th, 2021, this footage showed up on the internet. It's a very creepy video of what appears to be an injured woman in great distress. She quickly came to be known online as the Seattle Zombie Woman. She's screaming, bleeding, and missing most of her hair. She's also deathly pale and seems to be holding something in her arms. Some people thought it might be a baby. Theories were all over the place. Did she escape a serial killer or an explosion of some kind? Was she having a psychotic breakdown? Or maybe this was a viral marketing promotion for a zombie movie. It gets even stranger because real police and paramedics show up to assist the woman. She's eventually taken away by the ambulance. And after that, nothing. No news, no updates, no more sightings of the Seattle zombie woman. Some suspected there was a cover-up going on. But then, almost a year later, this post was discovered matching makeup matching hair and matching outfit to the woman in the video apparently this whole thing was meant to be some sort of political protest a little anticlimactic.
6: that's not real blood either that's all
5: but at least we know there aren't zombies walking around but i've still got a very important question for you what is the best zombie movie of all time let me know thanks for watching and check out our page for more night
4: files Yeah, I we want to thank
2: that question coming in there at the end.
4: Yeah,
0: well, we want to thank what's your the
2: favorite n- zombie movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: We want to thank the Night Files for for that video, and insightful video, sharing that because it's great to finally get some kind of answer. But uh, go check out Night Files; you can find it at Night underscore Files on TikTok and get more information. But uh, you know, okay, so yeah, now we've proven this. There is no zombies. I still do not believe it. I believe that there was a zombie outbreak that took place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was quelled. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it was say, a
3: political protest, we're still confused. Like, okay, well, what right.
0: were you protesting? Why, um, why wouldn't they have confused. talked about yeah. it? Why wouldn't they have come out right away and said, oh, it was just some <laughs> idiot woman doing this uh, makeup and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but yeah. the one I'm yeah. talking about is, and Greg, you're, you're a cop. You can attest to this. Am I? There was, well, that's what you keep saying in all the press releases that you send my way. Uh, Detective, uh, anyway, there was, if you remember, folks, the bath salts incidents. Oh, yeah. Where people were taking the drug bath salts. Now, first of all, being an idiot, I went into my house and threw out all of the bath salts that we had because I thought I didn't want my kids getting access to them. If kids are smoking this stuff and it's driving them crazy. Yeah, it's not actually bath salts idiot so anyway uh i removed all that from my house but people were smoking bath salts this drug and they were attacking other humans there was the hobo that was being eaten alive by somebody on it there was a grandmother who ate a child there was all of these horrific stories and it happened over a span of like three months and then nothing then nothing gone and they're saying oh it was it was bath salts that was causing this bath salts Mm right has bath salts gone away
3: no. Hmm. No, actually you can go on uh you can go on YouTube and uh and video people smoking bath salts and what what it does to them. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. but uh but yet we mm-hmm. don't get any more reports of yeah, zombie weird. attacks. Right. You know?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just I'm just yeah. saying, I could be wrong, but uh hey guys, you the dead are waking up and I've got a story to prove it. This is uh this is my nightmare. I'm going to be honest with you. This is these are the news stories that have made my skin crawl for 18 years. On Monday, a Florida man was found to be breathing after being declared dead by medics at his home. This is the third time this has happened in the U.S. this year. Guys, we're not that far in. A mm. couple months Three people have already been misidentified as dead, or did they come back to life? The man, 65, had experienced a cardiac arrest, but was found to be breathing again when a sheriff's deputy arrived to investigate the death soon after, according to WESH. This came from an 82-year-old woman, uh, this came after, rather, an 82-year-old woman was found to be breathing after being transported to a New York funeral home hours after being pronounced dead earlier in february so two back to back while on january 3rd a woman 66 was found to be gasping for air when they unzipped a body bag in iowa after she had been declared dead earlier that day now signs that maybe you uh, are dead just in case you're not sure if you wake up and find these things like um um no heartbeat no breath, uh, your skin's kind of pale and waxy, half open hot eyelids, fixed pupils, and your mouth falling open, you're probably dead.
3: Did you get that yeah. out of my book? I got those mm-hmm. listed in my book. All right,
1: yeah.
2: Did you go I through did. that list again? I was writing those down.
1: Yeah.
3: Zombieadvocacy.com.
1: Have it tattooed on your chest so that
0: zombieadvocacy.com. Check it That's out, right. folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the signs that you're dead. No breath, no heartbeat, not waking up, pale and waxy skin, half open eyelids, fixed pupils, and your mouth falling open. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Stephen Hughes, who is a senior lecturer in medicine at Angela Ruskin University, UCO. 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 Oh, boy. Oh, that goodness. country over day. there
1: across the pond. Yeah, that's the a good over name. there
0: in the UCO. In the UK. <laughs> uh, yeah. Marty good. killed his story, by the way. I want you guys to remember that he nailed his story. I like a no, I I mean, And yeah, what well, do I mess up? UK. It's a tough one. It happens. Yeah. Said such events are amazingly rare. Apparently not. We've had three in the United States already Hello. this year, but said he has witnessed them twice in his 20-year career as a consultant in emergency medicine. Now, the first time that he experienced it. Hughes was a junior doctor in a rural hospital. A woman with epilepsy had taken an overdose of phenobarbital, an old fashioned barbiturate drug used to treat the condition. So what barbiturates do is they slow everything down. They knock you out. He said her primary care physician arrived on the scene and asked the patient questions with no response. He couldn't hear the patient's heartbeat could not find a pulse or detect any breathing. The physician announced her death and she was then taken to the mortuary. Mm. Mm. There, the mortuary attendant noticed the patient's leg twitch. He also saw that the veins were fuller in the legs than they should be. He then inspected the body further and found she did have a pulse. The patient was taken to the intensive care unit. If I recall correctly, she recovered. The doctor said, it's good to know the doctor's like, yeah, I think yeah she I think pulled so. through. Yeah. <laughs> in another example, oh, there's more examples. Like Jeez, examples. Here we go. Another example, a woman was in the resuscitation room, but medical professionals in the room believed she was dying. And so eventually they just stopped trying to resuscitate her. The woman was then declared dead. Hughes and his colleagues left while another doctor filled in the paperwork. Suddenly, the deceased patient started breathing again. It was really freaky, Hughes said. As with many of these cases, many of these cases, Mm. the patient did not regain consciousness and died later that day. Hughes said that this is one of the cases he reflects on most simply because the patient had not been examined properly. If the doctor had kept a monitor on, they would have seen there was still cardiac activity. Hughes explained that death is a process and not an event, which can cause confusion. Different body systems shut down at different rates. And so it's not unusual to still hear a few bowel sounds around, or even just after the time of death.
2: Huh? This can cause
0: confusion by making and masking, um, quiet heart sounds. He said one final check. First of all, if you are listening and you can hear bowel sounds and not the heart, Maybe you should just hang in for a second, get past that fart, and then give it another try. Wow. Good point. I'm just wow. saying, yeah. No, one final good. one final check for death is if the pupils remain fixed and dilated. But again, if the patient has certain drugs in their system, pupils are still likely to be fixed and dilated. You mm-hmm. said that there were a lot of cases of dead people waking up written about during Victorian times. But since then, the death confirmation process has been formalized and is taught at medical school. So it is much less likely to happen. He said that situations like those recently reported could be due to the world doctor shortage. Does that make anybody feel uh, better? Oh, this is shortage. only a problem because we have a yeah. world doctor shortage. Yeah. yeah. There's a world mm-hmm. doctor
1: shortage. You know what's going right. to come back into uh, fashion is those little bells that they have outside the little. Uh, That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Crazy. Right. What what two terms came from that, Marty? And for those of you that aren't following what the good colonel's talking about, back hmm. in the Victorian era, people were afraid of being um, buried alive. Yeah. So there were holes drilled in the coffin. A string was run up and hung out and a bell. And there are two, two, count them, two famous terms that come from that. Do you know what they are, Colonel? No, I don't. No. You may give uh, you a hint. I can give you uh, a hint. Hold on. Let's see. Shashi, let me see if you've got one of them.
2: I believe back in the '80s, I learned that um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince sang a song called "Ring My Bell."
0: Wow, I believe
2: that was no, uh, yeah, first of all, yeah. no,
0: no, no, that that wasn't that, no, that, really? that wasn't, uh, I, that wasn't I, the Fresh that Prince. That hmm. No, uh, "Ring My Bell" wasn't that Patty Labelle. Who was it? I'm gonna get beat up because I can't. I remember can who hear the song in my head. I just yeah. there was Ring a sixth my song were doing.
1: He yeah, sampled yeah. it though.
0: My bell. Yeah, oh, really. Nice. way, yeah. oh, yeah, you, can't really, you mm. can't really give it to him though. As yeah. the keep the my
2: wife's name out of your. Yeah,
0: oh right.
2: Ooh, wow, wow. Yeah. Mm. All
0: right, really uh, Greg man. Lawson, help help hey. these kids learn. Nurse, their, how their about uh, I think
3: that's a dead
0: ringer. Ringer. Oh, wow. Look at that. wow. And, and, about... an, and if the the curator was quick enough to dig you up, you were then. Fresher than ivory snow. Yeah, no? Okay. Yeah.
3: What if you're, what if you're, what if you're about to get knocked out and you're laying there in the ring and something happens and
1: clock then, my, and clock my brow, Cock my bell. What, what did he say? We- <laughs> What the hell is he talking about? My shirt. Clock someone my tell bell. me what he said. <laughs> isn't, isn't that when someone? Isn't that when someone sled you in the no. head and you let pass me, out? Me, they clock my bell. Since clock, clock my, my bell. My, yeah, clock
0: bell. Yeah, clock my bell. No. Right, yeah, uh, no let, let me give it in musical terms. Maybe this will help. When I uh, wake up in the morning and my alarm gives out a warning, I don't think I'm going to make it on time. By the time I get a look and I give myself a look, I make it to the corner to see the bus fly by, but I'm. Saved by the bell. Oh, uh, wow. Dead ringer and saved by the bell. They, However, many yeah. gravediggers didn't do it because the problem was mm. that at night when a breeze would blow through the cemetery, <laughs> bells oh, would start just ringing. ringing. And how could one guy, if, <laughs> if you did wake up, you've got maybe 10 minutes of air in that coffin. Yeah. How no. long do you think it would take, uh, you know, Jebediah? to dig your ass up in the middle of the night <laughs> six feet down to get to oh, you right. and get you out.
1: I'm almost there.
3: As, oh, long that's right. as, yeah. as long as they weren't listening to the paranormal 60 might be yeah. sober.
0: I don't know. Wow. So, yeah. Um, it would take a while. So you probably would have yeah. made it through anyway. Hmm. Yeah. So there's uh there's a couple instances you've got yeah. uh, the zombie woman in Seattle. You've now got doctors telling you this. Oh man, there were some heartbreaking stories that came out when I began doing these. Sh- there was a story out of like, um, God, it was like the Netherlands or something. This family's gathered at the funeral for this young boy. And he's, he's laying at the front during the wake. He sits up and turns and looks and he says, mommy, I want some water. What? They all lose their mind. They get him a glass of water. He drinks the water, lays back down and dies. No. No. Yes. What? That's why you involved. Oh, look at that. Look at that don't the, do that. Uh, at, yeah, right. No, that's why you shouldn't. Guys, I'm I'm embalm. tasking get that, you with this. When I die, the three of you are sitting watch over me for three days before I get involved. Right. Right. We're
1: gonna have you know like rounds. We're gonna have like right. certain Greg, can Hold you make yourself available?
0: Yeah. Uh, please. Chachi, Chachi, oh, man, I do man. want it put out there. No butthole play. Okay. Oh hey, a, even on hey, the third show. day. What is it? Even the maybe third maybe, day. maybe maybe the third day. I just, <laughs> well, I just could see Chachi getting bored, and he's like, maybe if I poke him with a stick here or here by day yeah. three, he's just gonna be like
3: <laughs> all right, people. Zombieadvocacy.com. Just go to zombieadvocacy.com <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. and you can uh, learn all about this and uh, solve all your problems.
0: Yeah. Greg's got a book. He's written one. What's it called?
3: Zombieadvocacy.com.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you, Dave, I
2: I was down at Mardi Gras last weekend, (laughs) and uh, I walked into a bookstore. Um, It was a paranormal-type bookstore, and they had Uh this beautiful display right as you walk in the door.
3: Wow. Mm -hmm. And
2: dead center, top shelf, (laughs) three books immediately caught my eye. Wow. Yes. All by the author, Greg Lawson.
0: Really? Oh, really?
2: I oh, opened God. it up. Mm-hmm, it just says, mm-hmm. please don't open books. They don't want you to break the binding.
1: Oh, right.
0: right. But right. I
2: wanted to know, how much was this book? And how much did they upcharge? Because Greg right. signed the book.
1: Oh, really? We got some signed books, do they? Well, he charged Can me put- $10 for my signature. So.
0: $10. I would say, I'm going to throw in. Yep. I'm going to say the book sold autographed. $50. Oh, oh. in yeah. that
2: case, I have one. I'd like to sell you, Dave. <laughs>
3: oh, I'm, I was going to say, I'll, I'll sell you. I'll sell you some half of that. <laughs> uh, they, they had what? some
2: unsigned copies. Right. For 1999. So that was your baseline. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 The signed copies were going right. for 1299. <laughs> to the it's back. Kind of pain of
0: How did they get a, so where was this located? New Orleans. Great. No, no,
2: no! This was in uh, Galveston,
0: Texas. Greg, what's the oh, name no, of the place? M- Mardi Gras.
3: Yeah, yeah. The the Witchery, I think.
2: The
0: Witchery Dad, the witchery Galveston. In, in Galveston. Yeah.
3: And, great. Uh, absolutely. Great hey, and Dave, uh, no, no lie. Oh, now yeah. we're I've been. Start. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been to some bookstores. I've been to bookstores around the world, Dave. Mm-hmm. Really? That's the coolest. That, in my opinion, the Witchery is the coolest occult kind of themed bookstore on the planet. Amazing. Okay. That's great.
2: Welcome our new sponsor, The Witchery.
0: Yeah, The Witchery. (laughs) Hey, Advocacy.com. Yeah, uh, let's do that. We have to take a quick break. As I told you, I'm out in Savannah, Georgia. I'm here for the weekend to do a lot of fun things. We've got a lot of great events coming up. Please go check out my website at darknessevents.com. Find a way to join me, and uh, some of the some of the places I'm going to be this year, the team will be with me, so make sure you go check that out and, uh, and join in all the fun. But um, first, let's take a little break, because here's another
6: great location you can see me at. Join us for this amazing Paranormal Conference that's being held in a haunted school in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Haunted Midwest Ghost Tours presents Great Lakes Paranormal Conference on September 22nd through the 24th, 2023. We have some great speakers with Jason Hawes, Adam Berry, Sherry D. Benedetti, Lyle Blackburn, Shane Pittman, Sarah Limos, Dave Schrader. Jeff Bellinger, along with Wisconsin's very own Chad Lewis. And many more will make this one of Wisconsin's most talked about events. We have over 40 vendors and nighttime investigations at various haunted locations with special guests. Get your tickets now at GreatLakesParanormalConference.com and find us on Facebook under the same name. Choose from VIP, General 3-Day, and Day Pass. Again, that's GreatLakesParanormalConference.com.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my Darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com P sixty. There's a link for it on today's program guide.
5: Haunted Magazine is packed full of the paranormal, stuffed with the supernatural, sautéed with spookiness, garnished with ghosts, and even drizzled with a dash of demons. If you want histories, mysteries, ghost stories, hauntings, weird stuff, freaky stuff, and more supernatural than you can shake a stick at, come and see Haunted Magazine for the world's best paranormal writers. Visit www.hauntedmagazineprintshop.com for your latest scare. Remember kids, don't be normal,
0: be paranormal. Hey, folks, I'm going to be out at GalaxyCon in Richmond, Virginia, March 24th through the 26th. What is GalaxyCon, you ask? Well, it's a great question. Go check out GalaxyCon. Com. You can come out and see amazing guests like David Tennant and Catherine Tate from Doctor Who. Oh, did I happen to mention Steve Whitmer is going to be there? The voice of Kermit the Frog. He took over after Jim Henson's passing and was Kermit the Frog through some of their most famous movies. There are amazing guests that are on hand at each one of the Galaxy Cons four around the United States this year, including one that will be in Austin, Texas later this year, where you will find me and the entire Paranormal Six news crew. It's going to be amazing. I hope you'll check it out. Go check out galaxycon.com and use code GALAXY25 to save 25% off tickets, but you've got to get your tickets now, so uh, before May 16th in order to get the special values on all of the uh, different conferences taking place this year. A lot of cool stuff going on. I hope people will come on out and uh, see us. Uh, I wanted to tell everybody I'm going to be back for the Jericho Five Alive cruise, but it sold out. There's it's at 90% sold out already. It sold out so quickly. I'm the only member of the paranormal 60 that will be there. Sadly. Now I said that last year and things changed. If they change, we'll let you know, but I still look forward to seeing all of you aboard the Jericho cruise. That'll be taking place in January 2024 i will be there and we're gonna have fun i've got all new campfire ghost stories to tell you i'll be doing two count them two live shows uh dr luther's already said he'll sit in with me since you schlubs won't be there so you never know Uh, luther might drag somebody else on um i think they're down to like um porthole and uh interior cabins only so wow. mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but if you're interested, check it out. Chris Jericho.com. You should. You should come I'm anyway. Ready. Yeah. I was ready. Still yeah. Maybe you help, guys right? could just share my room. I'll yeah. leave my wife and kids at home. Yeah. The four of us can bunk up in one room that's oh, yeah. meant for two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it a is it a <laughs> Oh, it's a <laughs> room. Yeah, it Greg will be by the time we leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that. And look hey, we that. can we
2: can practice that three day thing that Dave was talking. About. <laughs> no,
0: uh, let's not <laughs> on the third. All day. right, uh, we've got more stories to share. As a matter of fact, <laughs> wow, we got a snort from Greg.
4: I like <laughs> All it. Right.
0: Wow, that doesn't happen often. It's bourbon, uh, man, it's bourbon, chachi. Chachi, yeah. you finally get to your story. You're only uh, 50 minutes into the episode and you finally get to talk.
2: <laughs> well, you know, this actually is something you, you talked about the last story really resonating with you and when you yeah. die, this is something that I've always thought about, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you
2: get cremated? Do you get uh buried or this is now your third option, right? No, German doctors are attempting to reverse death and resurrect humans. And uh, let's hope those on the screen are not the doctors we're
0: referring to. (laughs) Uh, Calling Dr. Howard, calling Dr. Fine, calling Dr. Howard.
2: What's wrong with these
0: guys? You wouldn't want them working on you? Just the one in the middle. They pretty smart. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The waiting list for tomorrow biostasis, a crypto preservation startup based in Germany, is in the hundreds. And the company has already have about 10 bodies preserved in a lab. What -hmm. comes next is the real issue. According to a report from tech.eu, I almost read that as tech you, but I caught myself. Tech.eu. Hey, tech you. Tech yeah. you, yeah. Uh, yeah. The company's standby ambulance, as they call it, has already been busy with co founder Emil Kenziora working to launch Europe's first cryogenics company. As we know, there's mm-hmm. already a few here in the US. Yeah. His goal as soon as somebody dies, tomorrow biostasis immediately responds to preserve the person's body. Andor or brain in a state of stasis. Oh. Then once future advances materialize, the company will treat and reverse the person's original cause of death and bring them back from the dead to enjoy what they're calling a life extension. However, that's just the plan. His company has about 10 people already cryopreserved for training purposes. I do not want to be that person. And mm-hmm. hundreds more on the waiting list. This is what's interesting. The company's typical clientele, how old do you think they are, people that are signing up for this service? Uh, I'm going to say 30s to 50s. 36, Dave. Mm. And they work in tech. So think about the mind of a techie, right, which Mm -hmm. is perhaps the least surprising development of all. A few of these people just want their brain preserved, not even their bodies, thinking that their future selves may prefer to have a new 3D printed body Or maybe not even a body at all. Ah. When the foundation gets, I'm sorry, when the bodies get transported to Raps, Switzerland for long-term storage at the European Biostasis Foundation, the process is technically considered a scientific body donation, which makes it legal. They get cooled down to a negative 196 degrees Celsius Mm. and placed inside an insulated tank with liquid nitrogen to lock in the preservation. Of course, waiting for medical advancement to progress to the point it can reverse what caused your death isn't the only hurdle in this entire crypto-preservation concept. There's still the small issue of nobody knowing how to actually revive a dead cryo-preserved human. It's just this, but that's a
0: small hurdle. And and let's let's be honest, you won't even
2: have to deal with that. Right, yeah, you won't have to deal with that. They'll be fine. Uh They could freeze the brain to preserve cells and tissues, but bringing Mm. back a previously dead brain to life with regular function and memories isn't quite our thing yet. Yet. Those are just the big questions we're talking about here. There are plenty of smaller issues, such as who makes the decision on the revival? Because let's be honest, you can't freeze up on when the right timing
0: actually is. No, that was a terrible bad joke. Yeah. Alcor is in, I believe, California. The oldest patient currently being held in cryopreservation is Dr. James Bedford, who was dead in 1967. His body is reportedly still in good condition at Alcor Life Extension Foundation. I think, wasn't it, um, Ted Williams was it the famed baseball player, uh, Ted Williams, his family, family was having a fight over it because he wanted to be cryopreserved. Yep. Um, there are, I, I, know a few dick clare who was a famous writer for like the carol burnett show and he created facts of life he had his head preserved and that was early 90s that concept you know okay the whole body maybe now i believe it's alcor they cryogenically froze a dog for a few hours and then revived it and I don't know if you guys are hearing that creepy cat sound as soon as I started yeah. talking about dogs. Mm, man, that was the I was dog, yeah. mm. um, they, they revived it, and it's bl- blind and, like, paralyzed in the back legs Aww. and and not that's all there, funny. but, like, that's, that's Why like, that well, it's funny in the sense, like, that's their advertising. They're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. look what we can do now where with no technology, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, for sales, that's not the best pitch, right? <laughs> That's it's a timeshare
2: pitch right there. Yeah. It's <laughs> sure, a timeshare pitch. So, hey, Dave,
3: don't knock Dave, it, man.
2: Buried mm-hmm. or um,
4: cremated. Or,
0: uh, cremated, yeah. Uh, I want to be hovered over the United States in a Chinese-made balloon. I understand that Ooh. is now being tested. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that pilot yeah. is. Yeah. under It, it was. Yeah, because yeah, then the tested. government, shut the it government down. does the uh, <clears throat> the government does the cremation for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no cost exactly. You know, I'll tell uh, you what cost it was six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but no cost to me. To um, you, um, yeah. here's what I'm thinking is uh, before my mom passed, um, you know, we went. My dad and I went to the funeral home and uh, we owned a plot. My grandfather bought plots for my grandmother, grandfather, and his two daughters back in 1960, 62, something like that paid for them. They're outright. He owns these four plots. So we're like, okay, we already have a plot. Um, that means nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, so we're like, Oh, what's the cost And he gives us the price. We're like, Oh, we already own a plot. And he goes, Oh, I know this is just to break ground. The breaking ground, the entire thing was like $28,000. And my dad was like, all right, I'll write the check. And I'm like, no. I go, what other options do we have? She goes, well, there's cremation, cardboard box, bag at the end of the driveway for garbage day. What do you want? And, uh, you know, I, I just, we talked about it and I said to my dad, I go, mom just wants to be with you and I'm not going to spend 30 grand to bury you in another 20 years. You're, You're going out at the end of the driveway. And he started laughing. I go, what if we got mom cremated? Would you be okay with being cremated? He goes, I don't care. I'll be dead. I said, All right. Well, then I'll get mom cremated. Now we picked out this beautiful angel urn. And then I said, When you die, I'll get you cremated and I'll get a Mrs. Fisher's potato chip tin
4: mm-hmm. and I'll
0: put your ashes in there. I'll dump mom's ashes in. I'll shake it up so that your ashes are together. And then illegally, I'll take cupfuls of you into every national park across the United States because they loved national parks and I'll dump you somewhere. And, yeah. uh, my dad was like, okay, sounds good to me, and uh, that's what we decided on. So now after seeing the astronomically insane amount of money to be plugged into the ground where probably nobody's ever going to come visit me, why bother? I'd rather have a, a Festival of Life party at my, instead of a wake, because that sounds so boring, and but I want party, I want fun memories, I want belly dancing Greg, I just want it to be an all wow. extravagant. Jericho that,
3: cruise sounds like a Jericho cruise to
0: me. <laughs> till, yeah, there you go. <laughs> porthole. Don't throw me in the ocean. Cabin. Uh, yeah. Leave my porthole alone. I've already said that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I don't want to be put in the ocean, but you sprinkle me. I don't care. Sprinkle me, uh, you know, over at the Vikings uh, place so that I can oh, that'd be good. forever yeah. be stuck at the, you know, the new Vikings. Uh,
2: With Jimmy Hoffa. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: The so. stadium,
1: but, you know, stadium, we went but that's went Yeah. yeah. All so, right, but that so would be it. I couldn't, uh,
0: yeah, cremation for me. What about you, Eric? What's your plan?
2: I am scared of both.
0: Really? So, what if I told you you won't be there?
2: Okay. Maybe we should talk after the show what you're referring yeah. to. I'm, I'm yeah. unclear. <laughs> your spirit
0: uh, will be off, well, man. You know,
3: taxidermy, it's a, uh, Oh, taxa
2: so
1: Germany. Germany. Germany? Yeah,
3: Hold we,
0: we may have
1: a second so place on the shirt next week. It's, it's done in so Germany. 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 It's called taxa Germany.
3: We were taxa talking about Germany, Germany. right?
1: What yeah, you, it's taxa it's Germany. Germany. Is that what Check. they call it over taxa in Germany? Germany. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's a Germany. valuable skill. Your corpse with sawdust I will fill.
0: Yeah. Mother, it works well for a uh, mother. Uh, and, and Norman Bates. Speaking yeah. of which, uh Greg also is a musician. He's written a few yeah, songs, I. including Mother. You can find it on YouTube. So I can't play it on the show because we can't get the the rights to play it here. <laughs> you um, can't get anybody to get it to. I don't know. the rights. No, <laughs> no I don't Greg, know. Greg does not own the rights to his two songs. Uh well, so I can't play songs. them on I the got, show. I got dozens. But there's two that you sent me to play on the show. You don't show. have to get yeah. mad.
3: I was just asking.
0: I would love to play them. Now, Greg and Blind Dog have created a new song that'll be on the show next week. Mm-hmm. I did not have time because of the truncated week. I did not have time to prepare it and have it up. But we have a brand new pair tunes coming out next week. We're not going to tell you the topic of it because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But I want to sound like I'm in the know. It's but cool. uh, next week, yeah. we'll be back with a new para Greg and Blind Dog have, uh, have come together to create a brand new song for us man we wrapped this just right we're at
1: 60
3: right now
0: all right no we well, still hey, we're um <laughs> i still have five stories to go yeah oh
1: so, so yeah oh, this is the i uh, thought that was a the record there i don't no i have a feeling it's not going to stay within 60 i, I just uh, have that feeling. well did that did you realize that
0: 16 seconds ago when we passed yeah. the 60 mark yeah all right so marty what are you going to do burial uh uh funeral pyre vi- vikings funeral where we shoot a uh, You know, flaming bolt at you and you burst in the flames floating down. Or, you know, a Viking.
1: Actually, Dave, actually, the Mm -hmm. Vikings were sent out on ships into the ocean in a burning ship. Yeah, that's what I kind of just said. Uh, And that's what I I want to do.
2: I had once spoken to Marty's wife about it and Mm -hmm. said, hey, have you guys ever had that discussion? Uh, And she pulled the whole Willie Nelson thing, said she's going to roll him up and smoke him.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, and I'm not surprised at that comment. <laughs> Either am I?
0: Yeah, not one bit. Yeah, no. Greg, what about you? Putting a rocket and shot off into space? He's no, man,
3: uh, um, I'm I'm going to be buying my plot on uh, Friday, as a matter of fact, and uh, I'm going to build a little uh, little, you know, mausoleum. mausoleum, and Lynn and I are going to go in there. It's going to be awesome. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. At the same time. I ah, know, probably sounds like but, a premonition. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know, well,
1: what are this you is, saying uh, here, Greg?
3: Just you know, I'm just making plans. I want to make sure that I have a, a good operational plan ready. Um, you know, I knew yeah. he was
2: gonna have a mausoleum, he deserves something big like yeah, that.
3: Yeah, go I'm, I'm gonna build the, it myself. I'm no, gonna, let's I'm go gonna go yeah, back to the, the whole, plan whole thing. I'm gonna sneak
0: out there with my chisel and hammer and put right over the loss, and it's gonna be the paranormal 60s. Greg, Greg, Lawson. Greg Lawson. No, Lawson. we can put that
3: on there. I'll put that on there. Go, cool. oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah,
0: there you go. Good. I'll chip in. Thanks. You mean with the chisel? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Literally, <laughs> chip in. We can flip our cards for it. Greg, it's your turn. Hey, we've got buddy. a story to share.
3: Oh, I do. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Okay. We, let's My start the show. The let's start here. now.
0: Let's start yeah. the
3: show. Wow. Uh, so scientists claim. Life Mm -hmm. after death is impossible. So there you go. Great story. story.
1: Science may
3: have bestowed us with gifts of medicine, air Mm -hmm. travel, and the internet, but it is also the bearer of bad news. One scientist thinks that we should accept that there is no life after death and move on with our lives on this earthly plane. This dude's name is Sean Carroll. It didn't actually say that in the article, but this I just got Dude's added that name.
0: In there. <laughs> yeah. <Terrible laughs>
3: right. races, yeah, uh Sean C- uh Carroll, a cosmetologist uh, physic- yeah. uh, cosmologist and physic- physics
1: physics yeah. 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 I'm not All sure
0: right. Sean Carroll. Yeah, let's it's uh, not co- yeah, cosmologist, uh, that's right. Yeah. and
3: physics professor at Caltech said uh-huh. that uh to uh be an afterlife, consciousness would need to be entirely separated from our physical body. But Duh. instead really? mm-hmm. an everlasting soul, consciousness appears to essentially be composed of a series of atoms and
0: electrons. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. How does he know that? Because so far uh science has been unable to pin down where consciousness exists. Well, so how Dr. does he know? And photons.
3: Yeah. Dr. Carroll did add claims that some form of consciousness persists after our bodies die and decay into the constituent atoms uh, face one. Constituent.
0: Huge constituent,
3: constituent atoms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Const- That's what constituent. I said. I That's how Sounds they pronounce like a it. gubernational oh, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. That's how they say it in KU. Mm-hmm.
3: Constituent. Constituent. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: All right, uh-huh. to it. Uh-huh. Adam. Okay, yeah. Just, butchering butchering
1: it. just so go yeah. ahead and <laughs>
3: face one huge insuperable. How's that? Do you like uh-huh. that? Yep. Insuperable sure. obstacle. The laws of physics underlying everyday life are completely understood, and there's no way hmm. within those laws to allow for information stored in our brains to persist after we
0: die. Uh huh. Yeah, that's confident. what you said.
3: It is not like scientists haven't tested for afterlife either. Dr. Carroll points out to the quantum field theory. Look at that thing, man. It's pretty. Quantum field theory simply put dictates that there is one field in the universe for each type of particle, one for all the protons, another one for all the electrons and a whole bunch more for all the other types of particles. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I said. If there was some sort of afterlife, quantum tests would reveal – spirit particles or spirit forces and he says spoiler alert they have not
0: yeah i guess spirit particles this guy sounds like a bonehead jackass well uh, we would have to find out uh uh, where consciousness exists and we know it's a series of electrons and photons Why is he the only one that knows that? When the rest of the world cannot figure out where. He's a scientist, man. Dr. Sean,
1: he knows what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, Sean Connery. What
1: was that, constant? Remember Dr.
0: John? uh, (laughs) Yeah, Dr. John Connery, the uh, uh, cosmetologist. Cosmetologist.
1: (laughs) He does
3: hair at night.
0: (laughs) You look wonderful, but I can tell you that there's no physical form. That holds on to the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my gosh. Marty has a two-page story. So oh, settle gets our
1: scratches and get a oh, drink. Oh, he's stuck. Just look at him. Is he stuck? Fill, yeah. your, glasses Fill your glasses now uh, your glasses. and uh, prepare. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, childhood Ooh, nightmares sorry. could be a, a Parkinson's dementia study finds. People mm-hmm. who experience frequent nightmares in childhood are more likely to develop dementia in Parkinson's disease later in life, according to a new study. Researchers collected data from nearly 7,000 7, British oh residents God. over 50 years and learned that participants who had persistent bad dreams had an 85% increase risk of developing a cognitive impairment like dementia and Alzheimer's or Parkinson's by the age of 50. The study published Sunday in the Lancet's Clinical Medicine Journal analyzed data from the 1958 British Birth Cohort Study, which collected info on all people born in Britain during a single week in March of 1958, including whether they had nightmares at the ages of seven and 11. Hmm. Doctors then assessed the individual's cognitive abilities at age 50 in 2008. Another potential reason could be that frequent nightmares disrupt sleep, which is needed for humans to recharge and restore their brain energy. They found that 267 people, or 3.8, within the study's group who submitted to the assessment had developed a form of cognitive impairment or Parkinson's disease. The children who had distressing dreams at ages 7 and 11 were 76% more likely to develop a cognitive impairment and were, ne- were nearly seven times more likely to be <laughs> diagnosed with Parkinson's than those who had none, the study's oh. author said in his findings. The results are clear, the author and clinical neurology fellow Abidemi Otaku wrote in the article about his findings. The more regularly the children experience bad dreams, the more likely they were to develop cognitive impairment or be diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Otaku noted, however, that more research needs to be done on the topic to determine if the link between the nightmares and the health issues are related. The study's participants who had reoccurring nightmares were nearly seven times more likely to be diagnosed with Parkinson's than those who had none. One possible explanation between the connection could be heredity. A gene known to increase the risk of regular nightmares has also been linked to an increased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease in old age, according to the researcher. Another potential reason could be that frequent nightmares disrupt sleep, which is needed for <laughs> humans to recharge and restore their brain energy, he said. Oh no, no, that is <laughs> frequent not frequent nightmares. Right scent. That what, is not that just. The-
0: these are the, uh, you sent me these pictures for nightmare. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. But this uh, one, uh, 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 that one keeps me awake at night. And then this one. What's wow. wrong? Okay. Well, yeah. Equally I terrifying. Them, yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah. Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks. I'm, I don't remember that one. Well, Anyways, another potential reason. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I already read that. However, if causation <laughs> is provided by future <laughs> studies, early treatment of nightmares could become a primary prevention strategy for both dementia And Parkinson's, Mm -hmm. Otaku said, Mm. being aware that bad dreams in childhood may signal a higher risk of dementia or Parkinson's later in life suggests that there could be a window of opportunity to implement simple strategies to lower those risks. He wrote in his article, earlier studies have suggested that middle aged and older adults, adults who have frequent nightmares could be more than twice as likely (laughs) to develop the two disorders in the future. Stevie Nicks. Thank you very Mm -hmm. much. Yes. Just that was saying. really long. That was a long,
0: but oh, it was informative. It Who was. knew that if you had childhood nightmares, you're more predisposed to Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's. Now, I passed the 50 mark, so I feel good because I used to have a lot of childhood nightmares. But that's an interesting. I wonder, you know, what scientist is sitting around going, I wonder if there's a correlation between childhood nightmares
1: and Parkinson's. Why do they pick that age? Why did they pick the age of 7, seven and, and 11. 11? Yeah. Cause that's really age.
0: childhood. <laughs> and those are probably the ages that they can articulate best. The, you know, 12, 13, you start, you know, depending on your religion, you become an, a man or a woman. So maybe the seven to 11 really? is best articulation. Or maybe that was those one those of their nightmares.
1: favorite stores. They went to at night as they were Some having those long, you know, study sessions or listening to our show.
0: Right. Exactly. I got you.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Some people believe in blue avian aliens, And the story just keeps getting weirder from there. Spend any time reading up on possible alien presence on Earth, and you'll soon become familiar with a wide variety of reported alien species. There's, of course, the classic big-headed, large-eyed greys, the reptilian shapeshifters of government conspiracies, and even a variety of other lesser-known species, like the beautiful angelic Palladians. Also known as Whoa. the Nordic aliens due to their supposed resemblance to Scandinavians. That's what I'm talking about. Is that ABBA?
6: Yeah. <laughs> or
0: yeah, is it is. aliens? Is yes. it ABBA or is it aliens? You be the judge. Really? You be it's the judge. Look at the way they're dressed. That is obviously alien attire. You can <laughs> see his green heart pulsating through his <laughs> shirt. Man. They're all Nordique <laughs> looking.
1: You can't, it can't it doesn't get any so more bad. That is uh, amazing. That has it you, also be the 70s, too. So, you know, give them what? Give these aliens uh, a break.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: All right. I like Frida's uh,
0: cross, whatever that thing is. She's <laughs> <Frida. learned about.
4: laughs> That's her name. It's <laughs> her name.
0: Hey, quit it. <laughs> it really is her name. Wow. What are you talking about? There's Benny,
1: Bjorn, Frida, and Agatha right yeah 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 I Between, don't know. there's a princess now That's really princes.
3: that's really abba i don't even know i what think that's
1: that benny benny okay <laughs> benny wondering. is now the princess anyway clarification i really need to know ABBA? have you ever heard of the
0: blue avian aliens the no. subtype is currently gaining popularity in alien enthusiast circles and moreover in among those who are conspiracy minded and the story again just continues to get weirder Most information about them includes this exact same artist's rendition. This belief connects the modern theory of these aliens to bird-headed gods from ancient Egypt and other cultures, but that only scratches the surface of the story. It turns out that these blue avians first gained popularity due to an unholy marriage between one man who claimed to be abducted by them and the conspiracy-peddling social media site who rocketed him to internet stardom before pulling the plug. Corey Good, who claims he has a long relationship with these beings, made his mark speaking about them and has purported projects with them for many years under the umbrella of Gaia, a social media juggernaut started by a yoga equipment magnet, which promotes all kinds of fringe beliefs. When the relationship between these two entities turned sour, Gaia found another supposed friend of the Blue Avians to cover that beat, and Corey Good was sued... For the rights to his own alien
1: stories. Man. Weird, isn't
0: it? Just That's so wrong. strange.
1: That's wrong. Yeah.
0: And and yes, I'm being serious, folks. He's been sued for his own experience. This case has taken many twists and turns, is still ongoing at this time. And in the end, it seems less like journalists trying to alert the world to an alien presence, and maybe more about grifters fighting over which slice of the alien pie is really theirs. Gaia. So, what are blue aliens? An invention of Corey Good and his video producers, ancient Egyptian visitors from the stars. And are they destined to join the ranks of the alien types we talk about in decades? Or are they merely a flash in the pan, like the Hopkinsville goblins mm-hmm. who terrorized a small town in Kentucky wow. one night back in 1955? So if you've ever seen or had stories relating to these blue avian creatures please email me dave at paranormal 60.com i would love to know about it and uh, we'd love to share it here on an upcoming episode maybe you of can the read, show. Uh,
3: read their email online on on the
0: show well if this show keeps going people could probably email me and i could just keep this episode going reading those exactly emails. <laughs> let's just <laughs> why, do that i stop the show <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, right. i love the comments <laughs> yeah. are great tonight i'm sorry uh lady Winnie back at home is having internet trouble. She can't run the, the comments up on the site while we're doing them tonight. So I apologize, but I am reading them as they go by. And again, thank you for the love and support tonight. Remember super chat is on super stickers, super thanks, super likes. And these super guys are here to deliver some more wow. stories. Chachi, Chachi, Chachi. The floor is yours, Chachi. sir. Where are we going next? Yeah. Okay. We're going
2: to Mexico. The Mexican president goes viral. Nope. Oh. Different uh, Mexico. uh, Different uh, part of Mexico.
4: There There we we go. go.
2: For a claim he has a photo proof of a mythical woodland elf. The president of Mexico is going viral after he Mm -hmm. posted a photo to social media he said shows a mythical woodland elf of Mayan folklore. Everything is mystical. Mexico President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador said in a Twitter post Saturday, accompanied mm. by two photos, including one that the president shows, an elux. Have you guys ever heard of an elux? Elux? No, I oh, have I'm not. Oh, I'm going to tell you about it. Young According okay. to the traditional Mayan belief, eluxes are small mischievous creatures that inhabit forests and fields and are prone to playing tricks on people, like hiding things. Hmm. Almost like, I don't know, fairies or gnomes, right? Some mm-hmm. people believe small offerings to appease them. I'm sorry. It's, it's this time of the show. Some people leave small offerings to appease ah. them. Mm-hmm. Now, Obrador has racked mm-hmm. up nearly 5 million views of this post as of Sunday. One mm-hmm. photo in the post shows what is called a pre-Hispanic sculpture in... Oh, yes. Oh, oh I... Oh.
0: Eck. Balam,
1: E-K-B-L-A-M. E-K-B-L-A-M. Tech- Oh, E-K-B-L-A-M.
2: E-K-B-L-A-M. E-K-B-L-A-M. That's E-K-B-L-A-M. how you don't mispronounce a word.
0: Really?
1: E-K-B-L-A-M. really? E-K-B-L-A-M. You just brought it there. up, and yeah. we could have just asked uh,
0: Martin Vias to read it, and I'm sure he would have. <laughs> Sir, it's Ipebalama. Thank
2: you. Yeah, Yucatec Maya archaeological site.
0: Wow, archaeological site. I'd God. put that as a hashtag, but I wouldn't know how to spell what I just said. Let's have a sip.
2: Mm. While the other photo mm. shows a nighttime shot of what appears to be a creature in a tree. There it is, with glowing mm-hmm. eyes. It does not appear looking. the president was joking. In this Twitter post, the photo of the alleged eluchs was taken last week by an engineer at the construction site of a new train railway in the Yucatan Peninsula, according to President Obrador. The railway is being constructed to transport tourists to and from popular destinations, including Mayan ruins. So think mm. about that—you could be riding on this this new t- railway here. And pass mm. by that one night.
0: That looks more like a Dementor from the Harry Potter movies really
2: you yeah. know you,
1: you can faintly see a That's mouth on real. that or is it just me
0: it's just you okay just just wondering
3: yeah. harry Next potter part. movies were based on fiction what <laughs> come oh.
2: on <laughs>
0: stop your lying. you're so man. close to being done greg greg yeah. is so he's, close buddy he yeah. just doesn't even care anymore no. we've got one story left and it's the birthday boy who's going to take us out tonight oh, yeah oh Let's man see. that
3: I yeah. thought we were going to skip this one. This is a long one. You think Marty's is long?
0: Yeah, this is a good story. This is, oh, it is. I right. well, think Usually, usually I would let. Uh, usually, I would expect this story to come from uh, Eric. He yeah, is our is, entertainer, uh, really entertainment is, yeah. uh, reporter. But I'm I'm surprised <laughs> you chose to do this one. Yeah. let's go. This is birthday. Well, oh.
3: uh, it, it matters to me. It's very close to home. P- Pastor uh-huh, uh-huh. sparks outrage after labeling Beyonce a witch and, and slamming any Christians who are planning
2: that to attend being okay.
0: her concerts. For anybody not watching this pastor, that's oh, the pastor. oh, Oh, yeah. okay. pay attention to what yeah. he's reading. I, I try to put the pictures up in that. He doesn't pay attention to what he's reading. I don't, but I do. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> a pastor has gone viral after labeling record breaking Grammy winner, Beyonce, a witch and furiously shamed Any Christians who plan to attend her concerts. Yep. And there she is. Self-proclaimed prophetess. Yeah. (laughs) Tiffany Montgomery. And Tiffany is spelled Mm T-I-P-H-A-N-I. Tiffany Montgomery, who founded the Covered by God ministry, shared a video on her TikTok and YouTube in which she said, Any of you who are going to the Beyonce concert, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. How dare you call yourself a Christian? Boom. Yeah. She swings at the fences is what she does. She says, I don't care what pastor you got who's okay with it. I don't care what pastor you got that thinks it's cool. I don't care what pastor you got that sings along with the songs because they want some clout. Tiffany, who is from North Carolina, but preaches in various locations across the United States, then goes on to suggest that Beyonce is a witch, and the fans of the singer are part of a coven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, part Mm -hmm. of a coven. When a witch has a coven, she says, it's normally a small thing. Witches' covens are normally three to seven people, the pastor added. When it becomes thousands, it's called a hive. Y'all part of that lady's hive, she asks. And y'all call yourself Christians, she asks.
0: You're welcome, Eric.
3: Yeah, I know. I feel so good right now. (laughs) May the dealings of the Lord come upon you. The video has been seen almost 50,000 times on both platforms combined with mixed reactions to the sermon. Former Destiny's Child member and Beyonce's friend Michelle Williams also made an Instagram reel addressing the video, saying, it looks like I'm entering the chat. Yep. And she wanted to say that so she could move forward and say this. I wish we could pray as publicly for entertainers as we rebuke them and damn their souls to hell. I know it ain't my call and mission to damn entertainers to hell and to say that they would drop dead. The devil is a lie. Michelle's often spoken out about her Christian faith and released a number of gospel albums after leaving the R&B pop group. Yeah, Tiffany's critics have also labeled her a hypocrite after unearthing old tweets where she declared herself a fan of Beyoncé. Let's bring those old. T- oh, you got them up there. There, there. Yeah, it is. look at that. And even looks like said, I "Know what she, I'm doing?" Yeah, even said she's uh, attended the singer's shows. She mm-hmm. says, I am only addicted to Beyonce's song. Am I the only one addicted to Beyonce's song? Uh, Why don't you love me? Hashtag now playing it again SMH. She tweeted in 2010. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. SMH. I don't know what that means. What is that?
0: Shake my head.
3: Oh, shake my head. Boom, oh, really? Boom, boom. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
4: Mm-mm. She got a chance.
3: <laughs> Mm-mm. She mm-hmm. got a chance to catch the Jay-Z and Beyonce concert, and it was amazing she spelled it with all capitals. Boom. Mm-hmm. Tiffany added in another tweet in 2014. Yeah. She loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, the pastor addressed the resurfacing tweets by saying, I publicly came against and denounced their God balance which is a Mm. reference to the deity Ball Balance. See how that goes? Oh, I see. But I had just did a YouTube the night before saying that it was the biggest Jay-Z and Balance fan until I got saved in my shower in August 2015. I've been saved there a few times. You know, (laughs) I've heard him call out to God,
0: so it must be true. (laughs)
3: There's so many things. Uh, She added in another tweet – Uh, What's my point? My point is anytime you're a mouthpiece for God, they will try to discredit you. But I'm more afraid of the living God than I am dead skeletons. Mm. I know how my own past is. It. Uh, uh, God, I can't.
4: Okay.
3: Hey, I'm out now. I'm, I'm having a
0: drink. Uh, an IPA. Oh, yeah, I'm just suck on the air. ice like a hobo. I know. God, this thing's long, man. Yeah,
3: I know yeah. how to own my past. She says the tweets and my books were written before I got saved in 2015. I've said this publicly numerous times. No one can say anything about my past or condemn me, she said. According to her website, she started Covered by God, which is a prophetic and teaching ministry designed to wake up and stir the church with an awakening of the Holy Spirit and build God's prophets and prophetic voices to impact the
0: nations. Back to you, Dave. I do like the point that she does mention that you know she, she posted those things before she was saved. Yep, fair. Um, you know, now as a an agent of God, you can't denounce something till you've been there. You go to the concert, sure. you consort with the devil to see what it's like. She realized Beyonce and Jay-Z are the devil and now she's turned her game
2: around. Yeah, You yeah.
0: know? Yeah. She gets 50,000 likes. I make a comment about Stevie Nicks and people are hexing me. I don't get <laughs> no, like
1: <laughs> three people. I don't get <laughs> it. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, the her
3: wicked in her. next. She, yeah, she, that was she, painful, Dave. That that whole thing was painful. Dave. You should have been you're, in our You're reading,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I don't have be to be worry about end. that lack of. I don't to have to worry about that lack of sleep thing now. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna put the reading of that story on loop. I'll be okay. I'll get plenty, plenty of rest. I can't. White noise. Uh, it is. It's Don's it's my birthday, man. See, it's on. our first time together mm-hmm. in a long time. Four weeks and. You're four weeks, four and that's weeks. why I didn't four mind weeks. us going no. a little long on today's show. Hmm. Uh, some Just people are a little bit more negative about it. Oh, it's my birthday. be <laughs> With my wife in our mausoleum, whatever, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh glad <laughs> you, you, you made it anyway. Uh, uh, so, happy birthday, Greg. Happy Thanks for waiting for the whole world. Happy birthday. Yeah, hear happy that? Birthday. The said happy birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We'll be back next week. We've got a very... Very interesting couple of stories. You guys have sent me a few of them already. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. the taste of what to expect. Next week oh. is going to be crazy. So and a big you know. surprise
2: guest, correct? Huge. Uh,
0: just, just go with it. Yeah. Not no. Not that one. That's oh. going to be an entire show, but I'm going to have oh. you guys join me on that one. So oh. uh, Trotty, real let the guy in charge. <laughs> wow. Just to help, oh. Just to help. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm with you. Well, that's it for this week, kids. The waking the dead edition of the paranormal 60 news. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. I'll be back on Monday and guess what folks? alien abduction of Dave Scott. We will continue his story. You guys loved when he visited us a month and a half ago. I promised we would be back. And after that episode, I will be joining Dave Scott on his show, Spaced Out Radio. So it's a full night of Dave and Dave. It's Dave on Dave night next Monday. So you're going to want to check out right here, the paranormal 60 live, and then jump over to Spaced Out Radio as we continue the conversation. Then next Friday, We will be back, hopefully full compliment, back in-house with more news. That's it. Stay cool. Stay kind. Love one another. And if you're in Savannah, hold on. I'm bringing some hugs and drinks right after this.
4: 60s on It's just for paranormal freaks like me With poltergeists and ghosts and blues And UABs. You miss a word, you do a shot It starts to snowball And we laugh a lot It's just like drinking with your TV Friends, I'll be messed out before tonight's show ends Dreaming the aliens are taking Me away, I won't wake up The song I played on Saturday It's Friday night and I'm alone the Paranormal 60s on, Schrader's on, Schrader's on, Schrader's on, Shachi and in the Colonel and the paranormal, Detective always Schrader's copy and they all will be corrected. He's got protective bracelets and some crazy magic tricks. Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks. Straighters on, Straighters on. This Friday night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s on. No one day they might even put me on a show. There's a ghost in my mom's basement, man, I live down there, I know. It's Friday night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s on. Traders on. Words is on.